Shady Pines, an Afterthought Media podcast in which gay people discuss the Golden Girls. Today we're talking about Season 3, Episode 8, titled Brotherly Love. First, from show business, please say ahoy to Adam Salandra. Hello, Adam Salandra. Ahoy, Joe. Hello, ahoy. And from the podcast, please say hello to Taylor the Latte Boy. Hello, Taylor. Shiver me timbers. Salandra, I don't know. You you're all having a you're having a nautical moment. I wanted to be a part of it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Did you just go through yeah. puberty right now in front of us? It's I've been time waiting to change. <laughs> <laughs> but do yes. Remember, do you remember going through puberty, Salandra? Not really. Like how did you know? How did you what, what was your when you first saw the first little puby come out uh It's there? so funny you say that because that's the only and I don't have a memory of it, but I have like a vague memory of that specifically being like, here we go. But like, I don't, I know the only thing I remember, I was in this Saturday afternoon. I was supposed to be an acting class because I was like into acting, but it was also part singing, which I'm not a singer and part dancing, which I was definitely not a dancer, but I was gay. And it was in that we had our little like spandex outfits on. And I was like, what is that smell? And it was me. And after that, I had to start wearing deodorant. Oh, I thought it was your balls. <laughs> That's why I thought we were going with this too. <laughs> I was like, Jesus. I hope not. I never, I mean, who knows when I found, you know, uh, this is a very different story, but it wasn't until I was with a gentleman probably around 19. When I was like, smelled his and was like, what is happening there that I even, it even occurred to me how horrible they could truly be. Some, some people get turned on by that. Uh, Taylor, what about you? When did you, like the puberty and all of that, when did you realize that clock it? I, okay, so I kind of remember at one point, like you took all the health classes and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I remember at one point, like, kind of doing something in the morning in the bathroom where I was, like, running my fingers through my hair in the mirror and saw the first underarm hair that was blonde. I remember that. I very much distinctly remember that it was blonde underarm hair, which I didn't get. And then we were having, not long after that, we were having dinner at my grandparents, and I went to say something, and my voice cracked like that. And then everybody laughed because they were like, oh, here we go. Here we go. He's finally, you know changing i don't know why they said finally i mean i was 19 so maybe that had something to do with it but yeah what about you um i have vague memories of it. i do remember the pubic hair thing and being actually believe it or not a bizarre emotion for a teenager like really sad like really sad like oh well that's the end of my childhood it was look it still it was in the middle of it but in my head i'm like well i'm no longer a child 
Is that why you continue to date children? Because you're trying to hold on to that idea? Yeah, I want to. I want to keep on that idea. <laughs> yes. Um, so I wonder, Aiden. I'll, I'm ready to have the talk with Aiden once his pubic hair comes in. Oh, oh God, God. I it really <laughs> creepy right now. <laughs> I'm really sorry that I said that to God. I love <laughs> and this country. I love that Adam is laughing, but his mic is off. I'm I'm struggling over here. I I the part where you put the headphones in just completely went inside the microphone. Uh-huh. And so now I can't hear you unless this Joe has that issue with Aiden. But a boom zing. <laughs> Here's what I want to know. Taylor and I we I, like this is the easiest setup. Like why is it always like so a production with you Adam Slandra? I wish I knew, Joe. God. But it literally went inside itself. Like, what am I supposed to do? I think someone wants a new microphone. <laughs> oh, Daddy Batance. Well, thank God, thank God this is the last episode for a month or two because... Uh, uh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> oh. This what? is the way Look we all excited he got. Is what? it? Back to puberty. Yeah, back to puberty. <laughs> Uh, well, let's do this. When Stan's successful doctor brother Ted comes to town, he causes a rift between Dorothy and Blanche as they fight for his attention. Meanwhile, Rose struggles to get sleep and can't seem to figure out why. Um, before you guys give your opinion, I, I just realized when I was saying, when I was reading this and remembering the episode and whatnot, because we later learned it's because Rose didn't realize she was drinking caffeine at night. And I was like, is this the turn of when Rose becomes a bumbling idiot? I think we're getting there. Yeah. I think we're definitely leaning into the idiocy. Yeah. Taylor, she wasn't always? I feel that she was just sort of before, like, she knew what caffeine was. She oh. just lived in a very innocent lifestyle. You know? Yeah. Yes. There was a naivete to her that yeah. eventually goes into. But she idiocy. knew what caffeine <laughs> She knew what caffeine was. You know, she knew how to function as an adult, you know? Right. But, um,. But yeah, but Taylor's a latte boy. Give us your thoughts on this episode in a couple sentences there. Um, it was a it was a pretty good episode. I love all of the Rose can't sleep stuff, mm-hmm. particularly the um the scene in the kitchen where Sophia's gonna hit her over the head with the pant. For some mm-hmm. reason that just tickled me to no end. Um and I love I I love slutty blanche i i love the whole man stealing of where that scene of where she goes in and she wedges between yes, um, ted and it was just a, such a great it's 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 so awesome and that, even then when dorothy calls around on it she she has that delusion of well he was throwing himself at me what was i supposed to do mm-hmm. um the thing that i didn't necessarily like and i guess part of this is because i read that that horrible golden girls book that came out a couple years ago Uh-oh. that they're talking about how much B. Arthur did not like all of the jokes at the expenses of her looks. And this one seemed to lean really heavy to, to where there was even times when it wasn't even funny. It was just mean, where like the audience just sort of gasped, like there wasn't even a laugh to it. So there's part of me that I kind of feel for the actress, yeah, B. Arthur, in those moments that it just wasn't very nice. It's brutal. It's really, yeah. really mean. Yeah. You know, it's wild that she disliked it so much, so openly, because they didn't seem to care. Well, they eventually, she eventually got to a point of where 
there was a there was a reading of the script in a, in a future episode and she pretty much said this can't be the only reason i'm if this is the way it's going to be i'm not going to be i'm not going to do the show anymore that was towards the end of the uh, towards the end of i think the third or fourth season so then they always part of the agreement was that they could make some jokes but then there always had to be at least one or two episodes in which she got the guy and that she was made to feel beautiful on the show and that he really just like loved everything about her. So that, that was kind of how they offset that. But the, I, the, some of these in particular are like, they're, they're, they're cringy at this point. Mm-hmm. So Landra, have you, have you ever done that thing? Have you ever hooked up with an ex's brother or a, tri- a trick's brother? Have you gotten the, 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 the brother thing there? Never, but I'd be willing to. Would you really? Well, why not? Well, not an ex. I mean, that'd be weird. But like a trick. Let me tell you this. This is a weird one. <laughs> this is one where I want to get with Taylor's husband's brother. Yes. Taylor's husband's brother is so attractive and lives in L.A. and is gay, Adam. Mm-hmm. So it mm-hmm. could go well. Is he young and enough? No, no. He's like. Close to our age, right? I think 43, 44, right? No, I think he's, uh, let's see. Bubbly just turned 46, and I believe he's a year, he's 45. He's your age. Oh, my God. No, I'm Bubbly's age. Um, so. No, Bubbly just turned 46. You'll be 46 this year. No, I, I turned 46 last year. Oh. All Happy right. Happy birthday. Thank you. He's 45. Let me see if I can find a picture, and I'll send it to I'll send it to. Uh, oh, the Adam. afterthoughts will beat you. They did. <laughs> they will. The, the afterthoughts love him. What are you talking about? Oh. <laughs> so um, <clears throat> I call him Baba Two. <laughs> and the plan is that he is going to seduce Baba Two mm-hmm. so that they can be married, so that we can be sister in laws. What would you? That, how, that how, is, would you how would you feel if that was the case, Taylor? I would be for you to be my sister in law. I would be thrilled. Uh-huh. We would we would be we would be the bestest of gal pals at all Lou the family reunions. Probably wouldn't care. Oh. Those holidays would just be lit. They would be awesome. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, um, ta- uh, Salandra, what are your thoughts? Um. Same. I thought that. I, I really, that's what I liked. I just really love the moment when Blanche is sliding in there in between them on the couch. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I was excited for Dorothy. I had kind of forgotten for a moment what, how, how it ended and did feel happy for her since there were so many attacks on her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But of course, it, it didn't work out in the end as it never does until the finale. Spoiler alert. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, I was like you guys. I felt a little sorry for her, and I was like, "Oh, poor Dorothy." And I was making fun because I feel that would be me, like smartass. And everyone just constantly tells how ugly he is, you know, <laughs> Salandra. And uh, and also, you know, um, from a show perspective, not even the story. This is another t- instance where they've had a person who was a huge television star. As a guest star. They had Polly Holiday mm-hmm. on last season. And this year they have McLean Stevenson. Do you know who he is there, Salandra? No. Taylor? 
McLean Stevenson was the original um, colonel on MASH, the show we oh, just wow. talked about yeah. recently, um, before, and his character left the show. And again, speaking to the comedy of the show, was killed in the last minute of the, where his helicopter flew away. And then they came in and said that because he was on his way to be sent home mm-hmm. and his plane was shot down over the over the ocean and there were no survivors. And that's how the episode ended. Classic sitcom trope. Yes. Classic knee slapper. You know knee what's slapper. funny is I just watched – I sent you Solange the picture of Baba too, by the way. Um, I just watched this random thing about that episode. So what happens in the episode is <laughs> he's not he's not listening to a word you're saying. No, at this point. <laughs> no I, I mean that is a very handsome man. He is uh, a very handsome man, and he knows it. Oh, does well, he? That happens. Yeah, yeah. Well, but so, so I'm sorry. You were just saying you were watching something about that episode. About that episode. So what happens in the episode is because it's ostensibly he's now his service in the Korean War is done. And he's going home to his family, and then the very last scene. Uh, they're doing surgery, and Radar, the young, dumb kid, comes in and he announces that the helicopter crashed and he had died. No one lived, right? And I watched a scene, and they intentionally did not tell the cast, and they filmed yeah. it. It was supposed to be something else, he said. And so when you're seeing them film it, it's the cast learning this character... And their friend has died, you know, and so you're seeing almost like a genuine reaction from them of as they're doing the surgery. Because I think what the, the the sort of moment is that they keep they just quietly keep doing the surgery. A radar walks out of the room and then they just pan the camera. And yeah. the thing that I remember the most is Loretta Swit's character crying. Yeah. When she when she watches when when they say that where she's just like stunned. Yeah. So. Well, uh, I hope we do a mash recap series after this. <laughs> But he he left the show because he was sort of like other than Alan Alda, he was like one of the big stars of that. And to he left to get his own sitcom called Hello, Hello Larry, Larry. Yeah. which failed miserably. And then he became like a joke in Hollywood because he had several sitcoms that like never went anywhere. And he almost got he almost had like the curse mm-hmm. of anytime he starred on a sitcom or started on his own sitcom, it was like nobody would watch it because of the how horrible Hello Larry was. Mm-hmm. Um, Luke said that Jordan in the chat room, going, we're going back to this, thinks that Babalu is very cute. Babalu is cute. I know Aiden I think thinks, he's very cute. Aiden thinks Babalu is really cute too. Babalu is, Babalu is very cute. Babalu is Babalu's very cute. He's too old <laughs> for me. Um, I want to know what Adam, you know, Adam's married, Taylor. I have never really heard the husband speak, uh, Sean. Uh, there was one time where I heard him say like a word or something on a video, but, uh, I don't know what he talks like. <laughs> what is, I don't what know. What does he, he talk? What do you guys talk about? What do you guys talk about? Um, I don't know. I mean, uh, everything. <laughs> So, uh, 
you know, let's talk actually about this episode. So what happens, because the, the, the summary doesn't really give a good summary of what happened. But uh, what happens is, uh, what's Dorothy? Stan brings his brother along, and he's a successful doctor from Minnesota. And uh, I think it's weird that Rose doesn't really want to interact with him at all. You would think she'd want to talk about Minnesota. Yeah. But, um, and you guys are right, uh, Blanche decides to, like, you know, slide into his DM, so to speak, but on the couch. Mm-hmm. And, um, but then he goes out with Blanche, and they don't really hit it off, and he he mm-hmm. politely leaves, and then he bumps into Dorothy, they go get drinks, and then they, like, I guess try to have sex, we later learn, but it didn't work out, but they make out, and this causes a rift between Blanche and Dorothy. It doesn't really come up that much with Stan and Dorothy, by the way. He doesn't even bring it up. I mean, he's grossed out by it, but he's not like, Dorothy, how could you, my brother? And then uh, Dorothy goes on a dancing date with him, and uh, it, Stan shows up, and then this is a very sitcom-y thing, too, where, like, we learn that uh, Ted, is that his name, Ted? Yeah. Yeah. Ted was really just wanting to ask Dorothy about, uh, he'd met some cute steward. Ted met a cute stewardess. He wanted Dorothy to take care of her kids. And she's offended and and leaves. But I think it's funny, this is very sitcom-y, that like in a second, like one millisecond, his entire personality changes and <laughs> becomes super bro-y. Yeah. 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 So... Any thoughts on anything that happened in the episode, Salandra, Taylor, about this? There's not really much to this episode. It's pretty cut and dry. I I guess the whole, I'm going to ask a stranger to watch a woman I barely know's children. Yeah. <laughs> it just didn't make any, I mean, I get that they were leading up to it and then there was the, where they, they, the bait and switch of it, mm-hmm. but it just didn't make sense. It just also, like you're talking about this weird character shift of where he's a douchebag like Stan is is, and and just the logistics of that. I'm just gonna let I'm gonna let a woman I haven't seen in years take care of two children I've never met, and one of them plays with matches. Yeah, <laughs> and but make out with her first on, at the doorstep. Yeah, yes, yeah, it's a lot, but they got there. Just yeah. to get to that that scene where she goes up to the host stand, which is also a very sitcom-y thing. Yeah, yes. yeah, I'm gay, and um, from Ellen. Yeah, but okay. uh, Taylor the Latte Boy, what do, uh-huh. do you think? Do you think that her making fun of his impotence is problematic, or would it be done today? Yeah, no, it wouldn't be done today. It would not be done in that way today. But it was definitely something that was played up more for laughs in the '80s, including um, other episodes of this show. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a whole episode surrounding that yeah. that would not would would not fly today. Which is so and, funny because there's a there's a solution for it now that didn't exist then. Right. Well, yeah, but I you're right. There is that there wasn't <laughs> then. So I guess it was just sort of looked at. I mean, you're talking about the eighties and everything about the eighties was very much, you know, about being, you know, Schwarzenegger or Stallone or this very much machismo oh, right. and, and Reagan and that sort of stuff. So, so men were expected to be men um, during that time. And especially when you're looking at older women that are dating, mm-hmm. this probably happened more often than we talked about, you know, they talked about on the show, but it was something that there was, there was definitely, there still is to some degree a stigma surrounding that. Mm-hmm. 
Have you ever been not been able to get it up cilantro? Yeah, with a woman. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, oh, something's in my contact. I'll be right back. And like, mm-hmm. I went to the bathroom. I was like, what am I going to do? And um, that was the end of that. Taylor? Yeah. Yes, we've talked about that on this show. Yes, I have had I have had issues with ED in the past. Mm-hmm. Still occasionally do. Oh, really? And I have yeah, and I've spoken with a I've spoken with a urologist and l- reviewed my options and some of which I'm willing to do and some of which I go that's never going to happen. So, mm-hmm. I just Oh, and like sometimes we're more successful than others. Viagra doesn't do it for you? Viagra does not do it for me. Um I have tried. How did this? We're talking about the Golden Girls. How do we get talking about my boners? Um, well, I mean, it's, it's, it's an afterthought media show. I, I, yeah. That was a stupid question for me to ask out loud. <laughs> um, uh, I have used uh, something called Trimix, mm-hmm. which is a injection. Uh, that is what I have been most successful with. And no, it is not fun. Even though it is a tiny, even right. though it is a tiny needle, it has to go in. Far oh. enough to where, yeah, it's it's not, and you have to be careful the angle that you put it in, oh. and you can't put it in certain areas, and it's because and it's, but it also has a very quick turnaround, and it's yeah, it it's been the most successful of the ones that I've used. Let me ask you a question, Taylor, and this is going to sound like I'm being funny, and it's not. Okay, you just can't help it. No, <laughs> you're bottom. So why does it really matter? I'm a bottom 90% of the time. And there is also something to be said about Adam just looked horrified at something. I'm not sure why. Well, I was just, I I mean, you also, if you can't get it up, even if you're a bottom, you can't actually get off then. Right. So, I mean, you would still. No, I no, I can get off, but just, I, I can get off with, if my husband could hear what we're talking about right now, he'd be so mad. Um, which which guarantees I will play this episode in a car <laughs> on a trip someplace and then be panicked trying to shut it off. Um, I have the ability to ejaculate without having a full on hard on. That's good. So it's yes that that, that is the one thing that, that that is the one thing that keeps me from hanging from the rafters in the garage. <laughs> but um, yeah. So but we are we are always looking for other options. However, this is as far as I'm willing to go as far as medical devices. Mm-hmm. Um, that there was talk of like using a pump, and I don't necessarily want to do that. And then the last option would be an implant, and that is no. At this point, I will just learn to live a life with a half mast. But would an implant always be hard then? No, no, it's, I, I haven't gotten far enough in the literature. Like at one point the urologist was explaining to me and I went, nope, nope. You don't even need to fit. We're not even looking at that. Don't they put like a little pump in your, in your testicle? It's something like that. Yeah. And it's sort of, it's like a, yeah. Yeah. The the look you're making is the look I made to the doctor that I paid a copay for to give him that look. Yeah, it's like, I was like, no, no, it's just, it's just not. No, no, no. But to answer your question, yes, I occasionally have issues with my erections. Thank you for bringing this up. And me only realizing a few minutes ago that we are live on Discord. So I want to thank you again. Now, Taylor, I don't want you to to feel alone. So let me go to Salandra here. Salandra, you know, you famously (laughs) had a testicle removed because of cancer. Was there ever a concern or was there ever a problem right after that? 
No. Concern, oh, I, he I was just hard in the operating room. It. What? I concern, I didn't have time to think about it because I it like <clears throat> happened quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, oh my gosh, I I was just hard while they were taking it out. Mm-hmm. They had to they had to keep trying to move it out of the way. Yes, yeah. any sort of touch and sensation. I even even that might be true because Salandra is half Italian, half Jewish. And that's kind of a low-key stereotype that people don't know is Jews have big dicks. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. This episode, by the way, sponsored by Cars for Kids. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Donate your your gently used vehicle to Cars for Kids. I hate those commercials. They're a horrible organization. Are they really? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Terrible. Look it up. Oh, well, that was a teaser. Worst advertiser, by the way, ever. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. I'm dizzy. Uh, okay, let's go to the references. Uh, all right, there's only three. <clears throat> First one, Johnny Bench. Johnny Bench was a baseball player for the L.A. Dodgers, I believe. Or he was a – maybe he wasn't a player. Maybe he was a manager, I think. And he always just sort of looked like exhausted watching the Dodgers play. I don't know. I remember there's a joke. A comedian says, "Is this a Bill Cosby's make a joke about sitting sitting watching his husband, which sitting watching his wife have a baby, sitting there looking like Johnny Bench?" Isn't there a joke about that? I don't know because don't we already know. talked about the hor- We already talked about the horrible scene of the Animash. Let's talk about Cosby. Yeah. Uh, um, I believe that there's something like that. But Johnny Bench was, I believe, a manager for the L.A. Dodgers. I will say true. Mm. Oh. oh. He played for the Cincinnati Reds. And he had a TV show. I can't remember what it was called where it was like uh, teaching little kids how to play baseball. I used to watch it on Saturday mornings. And it was him and the San Diego Chicken. Would, but he was a catcher for the Cincinnati Reds. I don't know if he was ever a manager, though. He might have been. <clears throat> I okay, okay. Yeah. I kind right. of remember that show with the San Diego Chicken. I don't remember what it was called though. Um, next one should be a gimme here, but Gary Hart. G- Gary Hart was a um, presidential nominee for uh, I. I first I said the nineteen eighty four, but now I'm wondering if it was the nineteen eighty eight. It was eighty eight presidential election. Mm-hmm. Was eighty eight? Oh wait, that he was. Was it? Because this 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 was filmed in eighty seven. So no, you I'm know wondering what? I if... know, but I think, um, because I remember learning about him. Let's see here. Oh, oh, he I think it, it might have been eighty eight. It was eighty eight. <clears throat> it was eighty eight, and he was um he was the front runner at one point. Like they really kind of everybody sort of thought he was the one that was going to be able to beat uh George. Herbert Walker Bush, and eventually he um, got caught in a scandal where he was cheating on his wife, and then he immediately dropped out of the, like his numbers plummeted, which is ironic because you know twenty five years later people don't even bat an eye at it. Is Salandra folding his laundry later. or something like that? <laughs> while we're doing, I show? think something happened with one of the dogs. Like, listen, Salandra literally walked away and seemed like folding laundry. <clears throat> the dog just. 
puked all over the couch. Um, and my Babalu would have a Baba fit if he saw that. So I just had to at least okay. wipe the leather part. And- you need to figure out what you feed those dogs because <laughs> one of the last times I did a Shady Pine every review, show. the dog puked. Also, Is it every show? Just, yeah. I sit here for work day in, day out. Mm-hmm. Nothing mm-hmm. ever happens. They just sit there sleeping. Mm-hmm. And then the second we're recording, mm-hmm. some, some sort of chaos has to happen. Mm-hmm. But also I'll look into what they're, what they're eating. Are your are are your dogs like secretly like bulimic or something or? Well, not so secretly, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> they, they do live in West Hollywood. They be they want to be uh, slim and trim. Yeah. A lot of pressure. Yeah, a lot of pressure there. Uh, Gary Hart, do you agree with him there, Salandra? I do. It's true. Uh, all right, Taylor, the Jackson Five and the Victory Tour. The Jackson Five were a band from the 60s that involved Michael Jackson um, and his brothers. And in 1984, when Michael Jackson was really at the height of his popularity, <clears throat> Jackson's released a album, which might have – no, it wasn't their last album. They had another album of that and went on tour. So it was Michael Jackson and his brothers went on tour. And it was the album was called Victory, and the tour was the Victory Tour. True. Did you actually know this or are you guessing well, what, what was he? Was it what he was answering the victory part or the Jacksons? So obviously another Jackson. Both, both. The Michael Jackson and the Victory Tour was the was the oh, pop culture. Yeah, no, I didn't know the Victory Tour part. Mm-hmm. Um, wait a minute, because that was when that when they were filming like the that was when he had the accident on the Pepsi commercial, right? Oh yeah, for the Victory Tour, you're right. Yeah. Hmm. The be- the beginning of the end. Um, by the way, I said that McLean Stevenson... Wait, wait, does Adam know what we're talking about? Do you know what we're talking about, Salandra, with Michael Jackson and the Pepsi commercial? Jackson, no. What? Okay, so they were filming a... a Pepsi was the sponsor for the Victory Tour, one of the sponsors. So they were filming a commercial for it, and Michael Jackson was supposed to come down from a flight of steps with, like, um, the fireworks or whatever going off behind him, and he had a lot of product in his hair and his head caught on fire as he was walking down the steps. And so they obviously, they took him to the hospital. He had pretty significant burns over most of the top of his head. And they say that is what caused him to start to have to take painkillers because he was in constant pain because of the the scarring and stuff. That And it also was a lot of the reason for the continued excessive plastic surgery that had just kind of started that um, downhill for him. Wow, but they can I pretty much they pretty much attribute all of that to this, and there is like you can find or you used to be able to find very brief videos of him walking down the steps with his head on fire, and then like like you know bodyguards or like security people like covering him with blankets and that sort of stuff before the because his the the, the brothers were all still playing because they had their backs to him and didn't realize what was going on, and that's that's yeah, that's intense. happy happy times. <laughs> Happy times. Those were the days. Yeah. Um, I made a mistake. I said that McLean Stevens had died only a few years ago. He died 25, 26 years ago. Uh, almost. He 20, did? Yeah, 1996. Here's what's weird. I actually met McLean Stevenson. When <laughs> Is I that was, why he died? That's probably why he died. When I was in high school, I don't even know how this happened. It's such a weird thing. This woman who ran the theater department got me this and a few other kids, three or four kids, 
I was like, it must have been a freshman or sophomore. And they, she took us to some costume shop. And they fitted us for, like, 1920s gangster costumes. Okay? And then that weekend, we went to, a like, some sort of, like, helicopter industry convention or something. And we had a handout flyer. It's very bizarre. I still, to this day, do not know why we did this. Right? And we had Because she got paid for how many kids she brought to this thing. Yeah. Never saw a penny of it. Yeah. And we handed out flyers for this helicopter company. I don't know why we were dressed like 1920s gangsters, but McLean Stevenson was there because he had been on MASH. had a whole MASH set up, and he talked to us. And he asked me where I lived. There's a, a golf course where I live. And he was like, oh, I've been to that golf course. I know that golf course. He was really nice, very friendly. But that would have only been a few years before he died. So, um, very, well, he very d- Yeah, if he died in 96 and you graduated, what, 94 or 93? Yeah. 93. Okay. Yeah. So. Anyway. It would have been just off of the set of the Golden Girls. Yeah, because this must have been like in 89 or 90. It was my freshman year. <clears throat> I couldn't okay. drive. My dad had to drive me to the helicopter convention. <laughs> so. Oh, kind of weird. Them. Yeah, so McLean Stevenson, well-known television actor. Uh, you know, um, I don't even know how his career started. Um, oh, he was in the Tim Conway Comedy Hour. And I guess he just going around, then he made it on MASH, and he was a big star after that, and then had the, yeah, Hello Larry, you know? So, mm-hmm. uh, which was, which I always talk about Hello Larry, because you're right, Taylor, it was seen as a gigantic flop and a bomb. But to show you how TV was so different then, it lasted two seasons. You know, they gave shows a chance, you know, it wasn't like, wow. it wasn't like um, Emily's Reasons Why Not. Where it lasted one episode and then they canceled it, you know? Yeah, you get three yeah. episodes a day. Yeah. No, they had two seasons. So, anyway. Um, all right. Uh, this episode originally aired on... What did I do with the script? I had a script here with everything. Oh, this episode originally aired on November 14th, 1987. Uh, again, nothing between last week and this week. Nothing really happened. But... Uh, Let's go around the horn for some final judgments. Taylor the Latte Boy, uh, how many cheesecakes you get in this episode? I will give this episode. Uh, I'll give this a six. Okay, I'll give. I'll give it a no. I'll give it a seven. I'll give it a seven oh, because because Betty Be- Betty White was really funny. A whole bit with the sleeping. Mm-hmm. Um, Blanche was Blanche was pure Blanche in this one. Um, mm-hmm. And like Sophia didn't have a lot to do in it, but the mm-hmm. scene with the where she was saying she was going to give her the the, mm-hmm. the Italian sleeping aid and held the held the frying pan over her head was very funny. Um, but it loses some, like I said before, just because how brutal they were to be Arthur. Yeah, Salandra, I will give it a six. I had not as many laugh out louds as I like with the gals, and but um, you know, there were still obviously some moments. So a solid six. I'm going to give it a five. I think it's a standard issue episode. I feel they've done a lot of these tropes before where like someone steals Blanche's girl or, you know, and, and I think that the Rose not knowing what caffeine was or that there's the, the, the Minnesota, like, uh, Paris, Minnesota. No, no. So where is he from again? Minnesota, France. Yeah. Minnesota, France or something. Minneapolis, France. And she doesn't know. I'm like, okay, this is dumb. So she's not, a, she's not an idiot. You know, like she can function in the world. Or is she? Or is she an idiot? Or is she? So, 
That is one thing, though. That that is one thing, though, because she talks about this a little bit on the show. And as a therapist, she's constantly talking about working at the grief center, mm-hmm. and she even makes reference to I sit and listen to people and nod my head, and I just tell them one of the. I'm like, they would never let somebody who is not a like a licensed clinician talk to these people. Yeah, let alone somebody who. Which just ethically on an ethical standpoint, <laughs> I take umbrage with that with that joke. <laughs> yeah, I, but that's I, just me. Or, or the fact that I think, based on what I've seen of of Rose, she's quite the empath, and I feel like a job like that would really, really affect her to the point yeah. where it would not be a good job for her because she would so ident- not identify them, but like take on their pain that it would be brutal for her. But she seems to just brush it off. Like, oh, you're going to kill yourself? All right, later, bye. And and St. Olaf, you know, there's the milk contest or whatever. So, yeah. All right, Taylor Latte Boy, thank you so much for doing this with us today. Absolutely. It was fun. Salandra? See ya, Wolfies. I didn't even take a bite of him. Thank you for listening to Shady Pines. You can find Adam Salandra on Twitter and Instagram at Adam Salandra. That's A-D-A-M-S-A-L-A-N-D-R-A. Uh, you can find Joe Batanz on Twitter and Instagram at J-O-E-B-E-T-A-N-C-E. Shady Pines is an Afterthought Media podcast.